you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. He has a speech about kindness and love, even though he literally slapped the taste out of somebody's mouth. Yeah. If you look that shit up in the dictionary, yeah. slapping the taste out of somebody's mouth <laughs> is a picture of Will slapping Chris Rock in the yeah. fucking face. He turned into the Chris Pebbles, dude. This fool just <laughs> obliterated him. And then, and then there's the other side where for me, I actually applaud Chris Rock mm. more yeah. because of how controlled he was. Yeah, right? absolutely. And even in five... Four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. <laughs> the fuck is with your face? <laughs> I am your host, David So, and we have Ed Park, the other one yes, here sir. Yes, today. Sir. 
It's been a minute, man. It has, man. We are in a new podcast studio. Yes. Feeling good, refining it, making it look better, trying to make sure that people understand that their Patreon money is actually going to use. (laughs) It's definitely an upgrade from the last spot. Yeah. So so we have a Patreon and obviously I haven't really posted it. It's funny because when I had the Patreon originally, a lot of the stuff was like me DMing people like, oh, what content do you want to see? And (laughs) 90% of the people on there were like, oh, we're just supporting you. So it doesn't matter. You don't really have to post anything. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Um. Cool. Yeah, I guess. So I just take the money then. Thank yeah, you. Well, it's, it's not really going to me. It's going yeah. into this, you know, upgrading right. the space. So like, I want people to think I'm running away with their money. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm not buying new clothes and shit. Yeah. This is all going into this better space and kind of making it a lot, just a lot more accessible. Because originally we were going to have it outside of the house. Mm. But instead, I just got a new place. Yeah. Just with a separate area, which was fucking hard to find, by the way. Yeah. But look at this. Now there's fucking multiple cameras. Yeah, exactly. You got the two camera system going. Uh, everything looks nice and polished and elegant in here. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got that you got that mood in here, man. I know, but dude. You got that podcasting mood in here. Trying to get your dick sucked. What's up, bro? <laughs> Let me unzip real quick, bro. ASMR <laughs> zipper. Uh, exactly. Dude, you know what I've been watching? What's up? Um, so I have trouble sleeping, but ASMR shit is the stuff that helps me sleep really well. Really, that and uh, edibles. But that, <laughs> but with that, it has to be together. Yeah, I've been watching this one channel. I don't know what her name is. I don't even mm. think she's Japanese, but she does speak Japanese, or okay. she's uh, a Hapa. Okay, but it's her getting pampered. She's genius, by the way. Yeah, she makes a living uh-huh. by recording herself getting pampered by who? By these Japanese people who that that have a very specific modality in uh-huh. terms of whether it's scalp massage, body massage, hand massage, um, the guashu, uh, guashao, the uh, the stone thing. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's called either. I mean, I- but have you seen um, Chinese people where they use like a jade stone and they'll do it for wrinkles and? Um, I I seen that little thing that looks like a dildo with the two balls at the end. Okay. <laughs> That's not, that, that girl's always rub on their face. A, Bro, when not. I first saw that, I thought it was a dildo at the shop. I remember like my ex was looking at it and I'm like, yo, they just straight up got dildos on display. It's like, like, no, that's for your face. Can like, you tell Cam- this guy to fucking leave already? He's already said balls and dildo 14 times. Fuck, man. No. <laughs> they, uh- that's what I thought it was, though. I mean, the shape of it. Because it, it has like this long fucking thing and then the two balls at the end. Yeah, it's supposed to um, like tighten your skin and massage it. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to throw it into like a freezer to have it cold first. Also then- make you have an orgasm. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. It's supposed to shrink your pores or some shit. Look at this guy. This is why you're not allowed in nice places, you piece of shit. But we had um, – oh, yeah. So this lady – so she started going into this thing. I'll Maybe I'll leave a link in the bottom of the, uh, of the video if you guys see it. But she – I think she got popular from doing Japanese scalp massages. Mm-hmm. So it's like Japanese scalp detoxes. But the lady is telling you what she's doing in Japanese, kind of in a very, you know, Japanese people speak. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not speaking Japanese, but that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. And she's doing her shit and she's getting scalp massage, but she created this whole YouTube channel where she gets like hundreds of thousands of views of her just getting pampered. How That's fucking genius fucking is life, that? Man. That is the life. So she's doing this out in public or she has these people come to her home? No, she does it at the at the spot. Okay. And so she's there getting her scalp massage and yeah. it's the most relaxing shit I've ever seen. Yeah. I didn't know that you could specialize in hand massages. <laughs> Bro, there's something for everybody and every interest on the online now. Dude. Literally. 
Japanese people, they know how to focus on one thing really, really well. Yeah. Like this lady is the scalp massage goddess. She'll do her shit yeah. for an hour. Wait, wait, wait. So she gives scalp massages as well? No, no, no. She receives She's it. receiving it. She's okay. only getting pampered. Okay. It's just okay. sweet, sweet little maybe like yeah. half an Asian girl that gets yeah. it done, but it helps me fall asleep. Bro, what kind of shit is that, man? You get comfort from watching somebody else get comfort. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when somebody gets slapped at the Oscars, I get comfort. <laughs> That's how we're going to segue into it. <laughs> just Yo, a hard segue. Let, let, me, let me tell you something right now. Yeah. I have never seen so many fucking people online yeah. whip out a tux from senior prom just so they could <laughs> Do a fucking sketch. It was crazy how fast it was, though. It happened, man. and I saw every fucking account that I follow somehow managed to gather 13 people and do a sketch. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think one of the quickest ones within 10 minutes, you know? And yeah, like I, I saw the one where, like, you know, the dude's looking at the phone. That's not that bad. Yeah. But no, <laughs> he slapped the shit out you. No, when I saw that shit, the yeah. first thing I thought was, holy shit, if somebody screen grabs this, yeah. it's going to look like that Batman comic book slap. Yeah, exactly. And then literally five minutes later, people yeah. did it. Yep. I'm like, yep. holy shit, he slapped the shit out of fucking Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Yeah. Everybody loves Will, <laughs> but everybody hates Chris. Dude. Life imitates art. Dude, you know? Everybody hates Chris. That is literally the name of his show yeah. that he had the sitcom, and it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> They're actually friends. I know. That's the crazy shit. And and look, man, I think it caught everybody off guard because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, that had to be scripted. That had to be staged, right? But then it's like, you heard that sound, you know, that that Hand-to-face contact sound. You know what was crazy? You could tell by their personal relationship how much trust that Chris Rock had with Will Smith. Right. Because he didn't expect to get slapped. Right. Right? Because everybody knows, too. By the, if, by the way, I shouldn't even have to preface who Chris Rock is, but... Whoa, bro. Little, yeah, take it easy. My mom's bandu. It's all garlic take right now. Take it easy. Hey, take it easy, guys. Chris Rock yeah. is a comedic legend, yeah. right? And the likes of Dave Chappelle and everything else. Um, it's weird when I heard the conversations because I am in between everything. I'm like straight right down the middle. Yeah. I don't condone it, but I understand it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about this, mm-hmm. right? So uh, for those of you who don't know what's going on, you probably don't have a television or you don't own a computer. Been living but, under a fucking rock or what? So the Oscars were was the other day. And when this comes out, it's going to be four or five days ago. Uh, Will Sm- So Chris Rock is presenting for the Oscars, you know, presenting awards or whatever, whatnot. Yeah, for the documentary. Yes, yeah, for the documentary. Best documentary. And uh, if you've seen Chris Rock at the, at the Oscars, he doesn't pull punches. Yeah. He does a lot of like quote-unquote controversial jokes. Uh, for example, I think in one of the Oscars, he did like an Asian joke with Apple and a bunch of kids came yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, those a two lot. kids in the suits or tuxedos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of Asian people were upset. I personally wasn't. Yeah, I um, didn't. Yeah, I didn't really yeah. mind it. But yeah. hey, you know, if you're offended by it, you're allowed to be offended by it. Whatever. You little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking pussy. Maybe you should use a jade ball. <laughs> but um, he goes up and, you know, he starts doing his little roast. He'll start roasting a few people here and there. And then when it comes to Jada Pinkett Smith, he says that she's going for the role of G.I. Jane too yeah. because she has a bald head. Yeah. Now, 
I'm not sure if Chris Rock knew this because I personally didn't know this. Alopecia. But she has alopecia, which yeah. is an autoimmune disease, which, which causes you to lose hair. Yeah. The only reason why I know uh, about alopecia is because I fucked up once. <laughs> so let me tell you this. <laughs> oh, so, no. <laughs> so my, my best friend yeah. was going out with the girl at the time. And this is during the time that he was going into medical school. And I, she knew that she knows that I grew up in a black beauty supply store. And uh, there used to be this like stand-up bit that whenever I would do... Uh, I would specifically open up, let's say if I did, I don't know, like a chocolate sundae, it's, that's like uh, LA's version of, but if I did a multi, uh, multi-ethnic multi crowd and a majority was black, I would just open up with like saying like, listen, I know every fucking girl here. I know every, every, I know where you got every single piece on your head and I would mm. go off like naming like hair colors, weaves, whatever. And it's always on point because that's what I did 24 yeah. seven at the time. So I was just talking like, yeah, man, I could tell when a girl's hair isn't real. That shit. And you know, was, you know, making jokes, everybody's laughing. <laughs> oh, no. And I looked over at her oh, no. and then I realized that she had a hairpiece on, yeah. right? But it looked a little, and I looked at her eyebrows and like, yeah. like she didn't have any hair there. Yeah. And, and after it's all said and done afterwards, my, my, uh, my friend came up to me and was like, bro, my girl got alopecia, bro. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I knew her shit looked funny. Yeah. But I did not know that she had alopecia. Did she have kind of like a weird reaction? When you she were- didn't have a weird reaction, and yeah. she wasn't even mad. Okay, because she never. That's told, a good Because she then. never. Well, she never told me. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and I, I guess like at that point, yeah, she just got diagnosed with it. Yeah, but you know, afterwards, like, is she mad? Because I want to apologize to her. She goes, "Dude, she's not mad at all. Like, she just, I'm just letting you know because I was dying laughing on the inside because you're over here making jokes, and this girl's over here like this motherfucker don't even know. Yeah, because she was really cool. Yeah, but. But when I thought about that shit, I was wondering if Chris Rock knew that she had alopecia. It seems like he didn't know. But, I mean, here's the thing, man. There's a lot to fucking unpack with this situation. Because, first of all, people are making it sound like fucking alopecia is like the worst type of cancer or something in the world. I I read some ridiculous tweets. People online are so fucking dumb. (laughs) Somebody wrote, they go, oh, how would wouldn't you want to protect your woman's honor if she had cancer? She doesn't have cancer. <laughs> she has something that causes her hair to fall out. Yeah. Health-wise, she's in perfect condition. Exactly. Also, too, yeah. she's rich yeah. and she's fine as fuck. Exactly. I, to the point yeah. where I didn't know that she had alopecia. I yeah. thought she was just doing a sexy yeah, thought thing. That's what everybody thought. Everybody just thought, you know, she looks good in a bald cut. So she's just doing it. Bro, that's all I thought. I was like, damn, dude. I didn't think anything of it. I never thought, hmm, I wonder why Jada Pinkett Smith shaved her head. It's yeah. just one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, I guess that's her new do now, you know, then she looks good in it. Yeah. And like, the story. I thought it was also hilarious, too, that when this shit happened, that Lupita Nyong'o was next to her and she was also bald. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, dude. What's going on? Fucking Chris Rock about to make a joke about her, too? Yeah, but, you know, that's the thing, man. Like, the, the joke, bad taste, sure. We could say it's in bad taste, but, you know, Will being Will, like, Hugely out of character, first of all, right? We we never seen Will do anything remote. Actually, I'm not going to say remotely close because there was he that. He slapped the shit yeah, out of that one reporter. Yeah, that rem- one report. See, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw the clip. I was like, well, this ain't Will's first time. It ain't his yeah, first rodeo. West Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, because it was so outlandish of an act, like, I was like, for sure this had to be staged. But then, you know, he issued an apology earlier today. So it seems like, we could say for the most part, it seems real, right? The, the odd thing about this is like, so the reason why it's so hard to unpack him, the reason why I'm right in the middle, right? Mm. is because 
there's a few things. Number one, <laughs> I was talking to this, uh, talking about the subject with Rick. Is like I was so upset that we'll slap Chris Rock because mm-hmm. now that is going to be the standard for men across the world. It's like now we all got to stand the fuck because <laughs> he's so influential. Now we yeah. have to go around slapping the shit out right. of people because this guy. But it's it's weird because I, I'd say this. I'm only saying this from a position of somebody who wasn't in Will Smith's position, mm-hmm. right? Number one. I could say right now that this is the solution that I would do. Mm-hmm. However, I wasn't there and mm-hmm. I and I know how I am when I get hot headed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I probably wouldn't have done the same. I can only hope that I would do this. Yeah. If they had a personal relationship, right? Mm-hmm. It would have been great if Will Smith waited, received his award afterwards. Yeah. And slapped him backstage or said or some shit. something. Like, off, hey, yeah. You know Jada has alopecia. You yeah. know the shit that she's been going through. Yeah. For you to make a joke at her expense and at my expense yeah. in front of this fucking crowd when you know when we're homies, that's fucked up. Well, well, let me ask you this then. Where was that? Where was that same energy for August Alcina then? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where was that energy well, for August? Well, here's the thing, right? Yeah. I think Will Smith has been put into this position where he's always Mr. Nice Guy, right? Yeah. He always has to let things roll off his shoulder or whatever. And he's always somebody who's very prophetic and likes to give, you know, advice about kindness and love. Yeah. But the problem with that is that even for somebody like him, though I don't believe he gets a lot of negative comments, I'm pretty sure the stuff that he does read that gets to his ear probably starts to eat him up, specifically about his family. Right. The only issue that I have with that is that the stuff that people have said about Will and his family is the stuff that Jada Pinkett Smith on her Red Table Talk has allowed for people to say because she has discussed it openly with people. Right. So there, first, first, because like just to start this off, with Will Smith, he started being called like a cuck and everything else. And I heard these comments here and there, <laughs> you know, yeah. because of the August all yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's not something that he put out into the public. That's right. something that his wife did yeah. where she was calling it an, what an entanglement, an entanglement. When basically you suck somebody else's dick who, yeah. by the way, Jada, you stated himself yourself that he was mentally unstable. And to be honest with you, what that looks like is you kind of took advantage of this dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit of both. Well, so that he, and he's really, Really young. Yes. Really fucking young. I think it was like 21 when this happened. Yeah. He was, he was like 21 or something. So it's like, yeah, technically he's an adult by... by. But she did take advantage of him. Yeah, but he's still a kid when it yeah. comes to the grand scheme of things. But, you know, they're probably going to have to do a red table talk with this because he's going to need some healing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another entanglement here. Yeah, man. And that's that's the weird thing. So that's how I would have dealt with that situation in yeah. in a... In a in a perfect world, yeah. right? Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N GI or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. My lovely genius farts, let's keep this podcast sponsored and going by checking out The Lost Debate. That's where The Lost Debate steps in, my friends, in your life. Because do you feel like you're living in a media bubble? Like it's harder than ever to find views that challenge your own? Lost Debates here for you, my friends. We have the host, Ravi Gupta, Corey Bradford, and Ricky Schlatt, my friends, giving you the best. They come from across the political aisle and from different generations, but come together for debates that sound less like crossfire and more like discussions between real people because we hate this news that keeps getting biased and twisted and turned without real conversations and real information. Well, guess what? That's where the Lost Debate comes in, man. We're talking about diversity of beliefs and perspectives. What's good? homie join the conversation check out the lost debate today new episodes drop tuesday and thursdays find the lost debate on youtube apple podcast spotify or wherever you get your shows but the funny thing if i'm not sure if you caught this but mm-hmm. when he made the joke will was laughing i know he laughed and then it was i think he t- looked at jada and she kind of like rolled her eyes uh-huh. like this oh what would Tupac do yeah. in this situation? That's why I just pictured Will just going, ha yeah. Oh, Jada's mad? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah. shit. Because you know? I've definitely done that too, where like recently I talked about this on the podcast with the with the last place I was living at. Yeah. I wasn't that upset until Mariel told me that she disrespected right. Mariel. And then I started getting angry. But here's the thing though, man. It's like, Will isn't some new kid on the block when it comes to yeah. Hollywood, man. He's been a mainstay in the Hollywood forum for a long, long time. He's gone through all the ups and downs of whatever Hollywood has to throw at him and the life, right? He's rich. He's famous. He's good looking. His kids are talented. You know, he has a beautiful wife. He's pretty much on top of the world. It's like, dude, you can take a little bit of jabs coming your way, especially in a setting like that, right? It ain't like it's at a comedy club. It's at an award show and you might win your first fucking Oscar tonight. But he, for some whatever reason, reacted the way he did. And maybe, I don't know, man. It was just the wrong thing to say at the right time. And it triggered him. There's something else. Because you usually see him very composed. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure so there's some other shit that a lot of people don't know about. There has to be. There yeah. has to be. In his personal relationship with his wife. Yeah. And his family stuff. And that's, that's the only reason I'm saying that is because this kind of experience comes with age. I think when you're younger, you look at that and it's easy just to you know go on Twitter and Instagram and point fingers and say he shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not excusing the fucking behavior. Right. But it's very out of character for somebody like him from what we've seen in public, mm. right? I, don't, I never would have expected that from Will Smith. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Now, we can safely say so far he's gotten a pretty big pass, right? Because yeah. he was allowed to stay. He was allowed to get the award. He was allowed to go basically unlimited with his speech. They didn't cap him. I think mm. he spoke like five minutes in his acceptance speech. Now, again, what you said earlier, everybody hates Chris, but everybody loves Will. Mm-hmm. Do you think he gets a pass because it's well? Imagine somebody that, let's say, has a history with violence and beating people. Chris Brown, let's say, did that. 
Chris Rock made a joke about, I don't know, Rihanna back in the day. And Chris Brown got up there and slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. You think he would have got that pass? I don't think so. Well, Chris Brown wouldn't because Chris Brown is used to beating up women. So, <laughs> so you know, it's, Chris Brown is, you know, that boy got hands for any, anybody with a different chromosome. Than That's him. true. That's true. You but, know? but you know what I mean? If yeah. it was somebody where like. Yeah, there was uh, there was conversations too where people are like, he only did that because that's Chris Rock. But let's see him do that to uh, like Jason Momoa. Right, right. There's that aspect too. But it's like. I yeah. still think he would have slapped the shit out of Jason Momoa though. <laughs> Just because at that point, I think like Will Smith, he, it looks he was, like he was fed up. Yeah, he was triggered by. By something man people were must have been jabbing at him hard in his personal circle lately. yeah not just i think in like outside circle stuff i'm pretty sure it's like people around in his vicinity that have been talking about him yeah that probably fucked him up so bad yeah and- I, you know it's hard to say all we can do is speculate on what might have been going on behind the scenes that we didn't see that basically it was it was the straw that broke the camel's back mm-hmm. um but here's the thing too is that like it was so jarring for something like that to happen. And then he gets his acceptance speech and he's talking about love. God is calling on him to be a vessel of love. And he, I'm like, bro. That's, that's, that's some shit I would do yeah, too. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yo, man, you just slapped the shit out of a guy and millions, millions of people saw it live and this shit was not fake. And then he didn't apologize to Chris there. He apologized to his fellow nominees and to the Academy. He didn't feel like he should. That's why he was like, motherfucker, you deserve that. And then then the aftermath today was the Academy came out and made a statement. They said, we don't condone violence, but they didn't call Will out by name. They they just kind of weaved around it and said, oh, and then they said, we're going to look, open a formal investigation to the incident. What do you mean a formal investigation? <laughs> what, what Bitch, we saw the yeah, whole fucking thing. Millions of it people was translated in Japanese. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? I like about? how the Japanese translation was so calm still. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Especially when Will's out there saying, yeah. keep my wife's name out your, your fucking, my, my mouth. fucking mouth. And he looked pissed. Yeah. So, so the slap to me initially seemed fake. But when I saw him say what he said, I was like, oh it's shit. Real. Yeah, this motherfucker's really mad yeah. right now so chris rock issued an apology too oh he did yeah so he i did not know that so as a comedian it can be difficult to understand which lines are to be crossed and which ones aren't last night i crossed a line that i shouldn't have and paid the enormous price of my reputation and as a renowned comedian comedy is never about poking fun at or making light of people with major ordeals happenings in their lives comedy is about using real life circumstances to create laughter and bring light to an otherwise dark world i agree with that said, I sincerely apologize to my friends Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, and the rest of the Smith family for the disrespect and disregard I displayed, which was unfortunately broadcast for the world to see. I hope that with time, forgiveness can come of the situation and we can all be better, more considerate uh, people in the end. Chris Rock. Hey, kudos to motherfucking Chris Rock because honestly, man, he is a champion of professionalism. Dude, my the way goodness. he carried on yeah. after he got slapped was yeah. so fucking dope. It's like he did not miss a beat, bro. Yeah. I was like, man, you could not honestly have handled that any better. And I think afterwards, too, everybody was just kind of on Team Chris, you know? Yeah. It was just like, dude, it, you were a fucking professional through and through throughout the whole thing. Um, I, I can't personally imagine somebody slapping the shit out of me and me not throwing hands right off the bat. He literally did. He just continued on. Yeah. That was pretty fucking yeah. amazing. But he said, wow. 
Yeah. Will Smith just, just slapped, slapped the shit out of me. me. He's like, All right, so we got that. You know, I will say this though. I personally didn't like his joke mm. because of that, right? So because of the t- what the alopecia thing? well because the joke that he made is mm-hmm. left for a roast like he said like this is something that she is that's wrecking her um i didn't know that per se but yeah. i'm pretty sure because if they are friends he probably knows that so mm-hmm. if he did know that that's probably why will was even more mad because that's somebody that's in his personal circle that did that shit yeah so that's the type of joke in a roast that I, it's 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 actually a pretty soft lob to be honest with you it is yeah. but i think it's more offensive because that person's in his circle because yeah. that person knows about what his what his wife is going through and their actual friends yeah for him to do that on that public platform and once again it's not a joke making it's not a crass or harsh joke making an observation about something that's going on in life it's just him saying you're bald yeah you have alopecia. well context matters right in this situation then mm-hmm. like the joke standalone by itself it's whatever. Yeah, it's super whatever. It's very light. Yeah, but because there's the personal aspect to that joke. And yeah, maybe Chris Rock did know since he issued an apology. And he crossed that line, obviously, that he's saying he shouldn't have crossed. Um, but, you know, the whole thing. I mean, Chris Rock created an instant, like, uh, Oscars moment without even knowing he was going to be a part of it, bro. That is the best <laughs> moment in any Oscar. I've, by the oh. way, I don't ever watch Oscars anymore. Yeah, I, I don't, man. I don't give a shit about the Oscars. I literally do not fucking care. The yeah. Oscars, to me, is ass. <laughs> yeah. It is, it's pretty bad. It's just a bunch of rich people coming together to tell people that they're rich and artsy for doing the shit that they're doing. Yeah. I could give a fuck less. <laughs> you know who's the biggest loser in, in this whole incident, though? Was Questlove because... He was the guy who won the award for the documentary and nobody cared. Nobody cared. I just thought about that round right now. I don't know what the award was for. Yes. It was Quest Love. Everybody was just fucking on their phones and talking about what had just happened. So he's like giving his acceptance speech, but he didn't get an apology from anybody. I know. Well, well let's read Will's apology. Fucking Quest Love over here just drumming in the corner. Yeah, it's like, all right, guys. Well, yeah, so I did win an award here. So I won an award. Who the fuck? Cares, yeah. Quest. Did you just see what happened, Quest? Come yeah. on, man. Sit your ass down. Yeah, get the cares. fuck off the stage, man. Yeah, this is the real documentary. <laughs> Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There's no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I don't know if the world's full of love and kindness. I'm pretty sure you know what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. You know, I think for did me... Did he apologize to Chris? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Okay. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For a second, I didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah. He's, he omitted him in the apology yeah. again. No, but like for me, the thing that I took away from this, the biggest thing that I took away from it is just like how warped the world of Hollywood and celebrity life really is because as soon as that shit had happened, I don't know if you saw these um, behind the scenes clips. You saw like 
Denzel going to Will to comfort him. Um, uh, Bradley Cooper went to go and comfort him. Um, uh, Tyler Perry did. And then afterwards, like, you know, he goes on to get a speech. He's applauded. There's a standing ovation. People literally acting like nothing just fucking happened. Like, I think because they probably emotionally agreed with Will for what he did. They because did. they love Will. Because yeah. Will is Will. I think that's why he got such a pass with it. But like, because he's Hollywood's lover boy. Yeah, you know, exactly, boy. exactly. But but also just like that. <laughs> I just pictured myself slapping the shit out of somebody up there, and everybody starts booing me and throwing yeah. tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, that. But that's what I mean, though. It's like their level of elite, their elite status, the power and fame that they have. Just, I don't know, man. It sets a very weird precedent for like normal folks you know because like you said now if that something like that happens the standard is oh i gotta slap a motherfucker Dude, somebody right just calls mariel fucking fat and then she was like well well <laughs> what are you gonna I'm do like, about do I it like will smith to you <laughs> might come up and slap this guy there's real, real, real consequences i'm gonna go to jail but yeah man it, it's just so fucking like warped it just felt like its own world and we're just outside looking in of like, oh, well. There's definitely favoritism and a bias, right? Yeah, because absolutely. In that situation, when I looked at it, right? Because like you said, everybody's applauding Will for what he did, you know, in terms of, you know, re- receiving his Oscar. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he has a speech about kindness and love, even though he literally slapped <laughs> the taste out of somebody's mouth. Yeah. If you look that shit up in the dictionary, yeah. slapping the taste out of somebody's <laughs> mouth, it's a picture of Will slapping Chris Rock in the yeah. fucking face. He turned into the Chris Pebbles, dude. This fool <laughs> just obliterated him. And then, and then there's the other side where for me, I actually applaud Chris Rock mm. more yeah. because of how controlled he was. Yeah, right? absolutely. And even though I, once again, I disagree with the the timing and the place of his joke. For me, if he made that joke inside of a comedy club, I think I'm okay with it because mm. that's comedy world. Mm-hmm. Everybody can fucking get it. Yeah. You stepped into this world. Yeah. It's the Oscars. You're in their arena. Exactly. This is a little different. I think he- Dude, but Ricky Gervais, man. <laughs> this guy- Fucking roast the shit out but of like, people so hard. A hundred percent. But like what Chris Rock said, it was what he did was in poor taste because Ricky Gervais was pointing out jokes about a system of people yeah. who think that they're special and they're right. better than other people. But that's that's exactly what I'm alluding to right now. That point. That's yeah. what it felt like I was looking at. It's oh, like for sure. you know these guys are just living in a different world and normal things. Uh, if in a in a normal world where normal people, normal. Yeah. <laughs> Normal people would do something like that. The consequences would be far greater. It's sure. something completely different. But yet instead, we're seeing the complete opposite of this dude getting applauded. People getting emotional. Like, oh my God, he, you know, he's, he's so sincere. He's standing because all of us get bullied. <laughs> yeah. And he finally stood up to a bully. I personally, I don't know if I really saw it like that. I, like I said, I'm, I'm in the fence about a lot of things because I feel like I would definitely defend somebody that I love that's going through a lot of shit. Absolutely. But the way he went about it and then the purpose of it, I, I don't think it was smart at all. Yeah. And it was a little, for me, it was unwarranted because Chris Rock is a comedian and he's going to make jokes. Right. You you coming up and slapping the shit out of somebody at a public forum like that, number one, I don't think it makes him look that good. Right, it doesn't make him look like I don't know, quote unquote, more of a man no, or something. It right, absolutely not. It, if anything else, it makes you look weak because you can't control your emotions and confront somebody personally. I think it's safe to say he probably lost a lot of fans because of that moment. Yeah, I you mean, know? he's gonna be fine. Yeah, well, he is, of course. Yeah, yeah, he's Will Smith, no matter what. But I'm saying it's like the infallible Will Smith 
finally showed a chink in his armor. Yeah. And people were like, whoa, man. What the fuck was that? You fucking- I mean, I see plenty of chinks in uh, Will's armor, dude. <laughs> I mean, the guy fucking literally had an was with the lady who had an entanglement, and he just just sat there and took it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm not blaming the guy, but it was yeah, a little. Yeah. I, I think that that whole debacle with the red table talk of her talking about his entanglement, yeah, and that whole shit was like it didn't make me lose respect for him. But yeah. I'm thinking that not everything has to be public, guys. No, and exact. I don't you think know? I don't think Will exactly volunteered himself for that situation. <laughs> it was funny when she said entanglement. I saw yeah. Will's face, yeah. and it was the same face he was making at Chris Rock <laughs> when he would told him to keep <laughs> Jada's name out out of his fucking mouth. I was yeah. like, oh, that's the face I saw at yeah. the table talk. Yeah. Exactly when, when Jada was telling you about the entanglement. Yeah, yeah. he was pretty upset. Yeah, it was uh, just the overall really fucking weird situation. Um, I didn't know what to make of it when it initially happened. But yeah, clearly we come to find out the shit was real, wasn't scripted. Because yeah, I was kind of looking at what might be the angle here. Um, what What is there to gain if this is fake, right? Because you really can't put anything past Hollywood in terms of when it comes to PR. Oh, it's yeah. free for all, right? People have fake relationships for PR purposes. People have like kids for PR purposes. So you know, an incident like this can happen from a PR stunt standpoint. But I was like, who wins from this though? The academies, yeah. Okay, they win. But Will doesn't really win here. You know, and I will say this too, you know, just to point out a point that Will was saying about his situation is that though he wasn't saying it directly, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm always clear about this, how a lot of people forget, especially because entertainment has evolved into this crazy monster now. Yeah, It's not just you get to see somebody on TV and film now, it's you see them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube everywhere, constantly, 24 fucking 7. People kind of feel like these people who are in the limelight are now their possessions. We yeah. actually are, everything you do, we are owed. So, he wasn't he didn't say it outright but people are forgetting about these people being people they're human beings they have emotions they have flaws they're going to fuck up some people are albeit very much better at hiding it than others i'm never surprised like here's one of the things too every time I, here's something that you guys may or may not know right uh if you guys ever read an article let's say about um <clears throat> Somebody saying, uh, there was a, there was an actor. He, he was, he, he didn't show up on a second season of a show. And they're like, why? He's such a big part of the show. And like, oh, they didn't pay him enough. And that's Mm -hmm. why they didn't come back on. So because I've been in this industry for quite a bit, you know, the reason why that happens, the reason why they got a shit offer is because they don't want to work with you. (laughs) It's It's their way of slightly saying like, you're a fucking asshole. You were hard to work with. You complain, you were troublesome or your acting was fucking terrible. So instead of just saying, Hey, we're just, you know, having that serious conversation of just letting them go and having them go on a tear. They just give them a, a slightly offensive offer and they go, no, I'm not going to take that. I'm better than this. I quit. It's the, it's the version of it's not you. It's me. Exactly. (laughs) A hundred percent. But a lot of people don't know in this industry. And I know this too, because I'm not exactly what you call the most liked person is that people will hire somebody just like a job. A lot of the times when you guys get jobs outside of entertainment, people who aren't entertainers, what's the, what's the thing you guys find out that your degrees don't mean shit. Um, where you graduate never meant shit is in the interview. Do they like you? Do they want to work with you and see you every day? Mm-hmm. That's the same shit for what you see in Hollywood. If I have to be on set as a director, cast, crew, other other members, they have to be around an asshole of a human being and you're fucking difficult. Guess what? They don't want to be around you. 
but this is this is what it is. People are human beings. So like I've I've seen multiple times where these people are, oh, they don't come for a second season. Guess what? I just ask around here and there. I'm like, why? They won't say it outright, but they're like, this person's kind of a fucking <laughs> asshole. It's so hard to deal with them. Yeah. And that's why it was just a nightmare. They're like, I'm not gonna personally say it because they're not in, you know, in charge of hiring them. But people know about this. Word gets around. And if you see those same people, they never ever get picked up for another show for a very long time. And the reason why is because you're a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, people do forget that celebrities are human beings. And when I see like celebrities mess up, I'm just like, it's just it's a matter of time, honestly. Yeah. You know, you can only take so much like, okay, granted. They are living a life that's completely different to most people's lives. And we can't even fathom what it's like to live their life. But like you said, there is still the human element of it. They do have feelings. They do have thoughts. And look, no human is really designed to live the life of a celebrity. Like some of these mega celebrities. To be like to receive that type of adulation, fame, wealth. Like in, in you know, handed to you by the plateful, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to fuck a person's mind up in some way. But like you said, again, some people are just better at hiding it. Some people are just better at putting on that mask and that face. Let me ask you. Mm. Let's say you were out and about in the streets. Yeah. And then somebody disrespects your lady. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, I've I've definitely, you know, gotten into some altercations because of things like that. Some guy was just like, your fucking lady has alopecia. I don't know why I you would know say, that. yeah, what now? <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> I don't even know you like that. Excuse me, sir. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I think defending, you know, your partner's honor is very important. And if um, it depends when you're asking me this question now or when I was younger. Now. Now. Okay. Yeah. Now I think I'm a lot more mature and a lot more level headed. So resorting to violence wouldn't be the first thing. I would be like, uh, there would definitely be confrontation. Like, yo, you need to watch what the fuck you're saying. But then from there, if it escalates, then yeah, we might we might have to, you know, throw some hands. But I would just ask, like, what did she say to you exactly? Because <laughs> this one's fucking troublesome. Yeah. What did she say to you? Yeah. <laughs> did she, what, what did she do? Yeah, did she start this shit? Like, what happened? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't generally like fighting yeah like most of the time like i i like 99.9 percent i'll walk away unless i absolutely have to mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. i'd rather just stay alive yeah because you know you don't know people are fucking crazy out these Especially streets out fucking in la man yeah people could just start here. shooting you they have yeah. knives or whatever if it's a, a stranger out in the public i'm gonna walk away it doesn't yeah. matter if i look like a pussy or a bitch or whatever um if i'm walking away and they're still coming at me then obviously i have to do something okay but what if it's not an insult and instead they're hollering at your girl with you right there are you offended by that that's kind of tight <laughs> hollering doesn't you feel good about it then i'm like shit <laughs> so yeah that's right hollering hollering at uh somebody that i'm with doesn't affect me because it's it's if it if it makes them feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. then i will allow them to stand up for themselves first because mm-hmm. nobody needs a, a guy to walk in and be their knight in shining armor if they don't need it yeah, right yeah and most women that i've been with they've been able to handle themselves they don't need my fucking dumb ass to walk in and be like hey buddy yeah. <laughs> what's going on what did you say to her I know, you, do you have your fisticuffs and we're going to like i don't know fight i don't know why i'm french suddenly <laughs> I know the- <laughs> shall we walk outside and maybe do it you fucking american no i don't i don't think so man i think most women are capable of at least defending themselves verbally at that point 
and other girls probably will whoop another dude's ass. Um, at, I don't think I would care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if, if a guy like try to hit Mariel, mm-hmm. that'd be different. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, once you're talking that's, about like physical the, attacks, that's, that's a completely the, different story. So I walk around with a little bag on me <laughs> and inside that bag is a little switchblade. Someone's going to get a little... <laughs> little up. That's Why not, you keep holding that thing anyway? Why huh? you got... <laughs> I don't know, but this is not the switchblade. This is a hex tool. <laughs> well, you could do some damage with that too. Shit, poke somebody in the eye with that? Dog, I would literally... Uh, this is hypothetical in case it's ever used against me. In court. You said I would literally, but it's hypothetical. I would hypothetically literally <laughs> gut somebody open like a fucking fish and let them rot and die in the middle of the fucking street. For what? If somebody struck Mariel? Mm-mm. Absolutely. Yeah, not. yeah, yeah. If it's like an insult, it's yeah. like, oh, all right, buddy, come yeah. on. You know, we would probably just walk away because, mm-hmm. live, you know, just to live another day. Yeah, no, that's the smartest thing to do. That's the most mature thing to do. It's not worth it. You know, no matter what it is that they're saying, if they're like, if they have some screws loose enough for them to yell profanities or insults, you know, randomly, it's just like, ah, you know what? You're not even fucking worth your time. But it depends on what day and what time. Just like Will, it might just hit me the wrong way <laughs> on the wrong day, you know? And then I'm like, what the fuck did you just say right now? I've had those moments. I've had those moments. Like, I remember, bro, one time, my friend, um, we were at a bar. Uh, and this isn't even like my partner. This is just, you know, a homie of mine, right? He had gotten surgery on his leg, so he was on crutches. And then this, uh, this dude, like, was kind of like clowning him and, and like, kind of bumped his shoulder completely uncalled for shoulder bump and i and i took major offense to that so like you know i fucking put my hands on him like yo what the fuck you doing man like you don't see this dude got fucking crutches man he just had surgery like the fuck's your problem you got a problem do it with me then right he's like oh no i'm just playing man i'll just i was like nah you're not fucking playing man the dude is on fucking crutches yeah yeah, that's not that's not no way to play you know yeah but dude was a fucking pussy, obviously, because once it got real, he was like, oh, I'm just playing, you know? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Just having fun. Why don't you Everybody relax? loves that that thing. It's the I'm just playing line. Yeah. It's the most obnoxious but, thing but ever. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like those were those are one of those moments where it just struck me the wrong way. And it really fucking bothered me where I was like, I'm going to step in. I'm going to do something. Because like my friend would just, just kind of like shrugging it off like whatever. I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm going to protect your honor, bro. <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> I, it's so weird, man. Like, I can't even imagine doing any type of, like, aggressive. Well, I mean, that's not true, I guess, because just. That is not true at all. <laughs> I don't know. I just slapped you the shit out of somebody. You got some partial amnesia right there or what? <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. All right. I'm saying, you know. You have war. chosen chaos many times, my friend. <laughs> yes, I have. However, I choose. I try not to. Yeah. The most. I have really bad luck with people. I I really, really fucking do. Like that dude at fucking the gym? Exactly. I don't know what the chances are that a fucking crazed person was going to just start swinging at me. Yeah. That shit sucked. Yeah. And you have to realize how much I dislike fighting to the point. It's not like I walked around hyped. Yeah. I took I took a nap in my car after for like two hours. <laughs> you know, so I was so tired. I was like, oh, this is exhausting. The adrenaline rush was too much. I need a nap. Dude, fucking, I went to um, a, a Smoking Grooves. Uh-huh. Quest Love was there. Mm-hmm. Quest Love was there. Uh, Nas, which basically, Nas, Genie Aiko, Jene Aiko. Jeanne. A bunch of people were there. And then I was supposed to meet up uh, Bart Geo, our buddy Silent Mike, my buddy Anthony and his girl. 
I had to go to a birthday party before. So I was like, hey, uh, GL dropped off my ticket. I was like, I'm going to see y'all there. Um, I went to a birthday party before. Two of my friends uh, were going to go to the Smoking Grooves concert. So I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to this birthday party. Uh, and then from the birthday party, we're both going to dip. And then we're going to head out. And then we'll just go to the Smoking Grooves concert. I have a bunch of friends there. I'm sorry. <laughs> you continue. Yeah. The reason why I'm laughing is because you fucking roasted your boy Ant about his, his soup. <laughs> When you, said, when you said that, that <laughs> image just came yeah. up in my head. All I was right. trying to you hold in the left. Hold on. We're going to sidetrack real quick because we have to talk about this shit. Now, listen. I was like, why you got to do it like that, hey, bro? Let me, let, me explain my, let, me explain, let me explain my thought process oh, right now before we continue this. Oh, shit, man. I am a true believer in helping my friends out. And I don't I, know if that was helping them hey, out. Let me tell you something. Yeah. So a, a, a few weeks, a couple weeks ago, maybe, I put up this story. It's our lovely friend, Ant, Ant Christina. I love this guy to death. He's the homie. Oh, However, man. he has been doing something really stupid lately. And he had, this motherfucker refuses to tailor his suits. He looks like he raided his daddy's closet. And he walks around oh, in this suit that clearly has oh. not been tailored to fit his body. This oh. full dress, this is what it is. I've told him to yeah. his face before <laughs> to get that shit done. I've even put it in the comments in his previous Instagram post. Dude, it looks so terrible, man. And so <laughs> I was fed up. And I was like, you know what? The internet has to deal with him now. Oh, man. And I guarantee you his next post, he's going to have a suit that doesn't move <laughs> past his heels by seven inches. Bro, when I saw that story, the first thing I said to myself is, oh, no. <laughs> I said, oh, no. Yo, this fool... Literally looks like he could have been the 2000 NBA draft. Oh, he had that 2000 man. NBA draft suit. Yeah, it was pretty bad, dude. It was pretty bad. I'm dude, not going to lie. One of my friends, this fool cracked me the fuck up. He yeah. said that this fool looks like a public defender. <laughs> it's that so accurate. Yeah. That is so fucking accurate. Oh, fucking my God. And then my other friend said, he's like, you know, he's like, my other friend. You know, Sophia, Sophia was like, he was like, he doesn't, not only does he look like a public defender, he looks like a public defender that if you did the crime, you know, you're going to lose. Oh man, <laughs> not even a public defender, but a shitty public defender. Like I, and I fucking love you, man. I'm just trying to help you out, bro. We are in fucking, what, what year are we? 2022? Oh my God, man. Yeah, that you was like. Year 2000 NBA draft suit. Oh, that roast. I was just, I was just like, oh no. <laughs> that fool literally raided Steve Harvey's closet. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Oh yeah, it was, but it looked pretty bad. I was like, dude, come on, man. God damn, come dude. On, man. This fool, if, if that shit had pinstripes in it, this fool would have six bitches behind him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you can't be doing that at. Not only because it's 2022, but just your age now, man. Yeah. You know, you got to you gotta get a properly fitting suit. And if you can't, get that shit tailored. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well... Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever try to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too, but here's a breath of fresh air. Fume It's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume, you ask? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what? I'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor, my friends. Nothing bad for you in there. And definitely, definitely fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving the listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier easier. Start the good habit at trifume.com slash genius to save 10% off the journey pack today. Before we continue this podcast, this podcast is brought to you by Babbel, my friends. Yes, they've been a longtime sponsor. And if you can do me a favor, click the link and check it out. Because if you want to learn a language in the right way and super easy, you have to get on Babbel. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Do not get gypped. You need to get quality shit. And that's where Babbel steps in. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including including Spanish, French, Italian, and German, my friends. Hola, me amo. David, my friends. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel in addition to lessons. You can access uh, podcast games, video stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. You have to understand something. Not all language learning apps are the same, my friends. And I fuck with Babbel heavy because it's dope. Uh, right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash GB. That's Babbel, as in B-A-B-B-L dot com slash G-B for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. It doesn't cost that much. Bro, you know? man, and this, I didn't even point out the, the sleeves on his suit. Oh, was it like, is it past his that thumbs? Like, looks like, hey, you ever see those emo girls that have the hoodie with the fucking thumbs through it? <laughs> yeah. That's what that shit looked like. That shit was killing because oh, I used to man. sell suits for a living. Yeah, yeah. So looking at that shit broke my heart every time. This <laughs> motherfucker told me to, and this will... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I was in a rush to go out. I was like, bro, I seen you wear that suit like seven times. Unless you were in a rush to go out all those oh, times, man. I don't want to hear it. Fix your fucking suit, oh, buddy. Man. What the fuck yeah. are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as soon as you said the name, I was trying because that's the first image that popped into my head for some reason. I was like, try not to laugh. I was like, I can't. I can't hold on to this, man. 
I only did it because I care, man. Why she's going to come up and slap me? Like, That's what I was going to say, right? I was like, yo, bro, it's a slap-worthy roast. You put this dude on blast. You could have told him in private again. I did tell him in private again, too many times. Again, you know. But nah, I did it like too many times. You made a fucking PSA out of this. Hey, we're helping one person at a time. Uh, hey, hey, for the other people listening too, a PSA for you guys, man. Don't, don't be wearing ill-fitting just, my, suits, man. My man's a dope ass fucking real estate agent, but I'll tell you this: <laughs> I wouldn't have known from the suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, public defender! <laughs> <laughs> like a public defender. <laughs> Damn, dude! It, I I've never thought I would hear a roast by saying somebody looks like a public defender, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You hey, go to jail. Not our boy Nikhil, though. Nikhil's a sharp-looking Nikhil, public defender. Nikhil's different, though, dude. He's trying to change the... He's, he's a change. winning public defender. Yeah. That's why. He's the one that walks through the door. You're like, I'm going to win today. Yeah, that's my man right there. Yeah, you see that fucking ant suit. You're like, yeah, what is what is, what is uh, dark brown briefcase yep. with the creases in it? It's all tattered as fuck. <laughs> The paper's coming oh, out of it and yeah. shit. When he opens it up, oh. it's just a half-empty water yeah. bottle like this. It's so specific, man. It's but, so specific. Nah, people were cracking me up because it wasn't me that was roasted. I was getting DMs from other people yeah, and they yeah. had all these jokes. Well, you done. fucking handed the roast on a silver mm. platter, bro. You said, here you go. <laughs> this low-bearing fruit right here. Low-hanging fruit right here. Hey, I love him. I'm trying to help him, dude. <laughs> I help, That's how I help. That's what how was his me. response? Huh? What's his response? He said that he was rushing out of the house. Oh, that's what he said? And I was like, you're okay. not rushing out of the house at all, bro. He was trying to help me uh, help us like buy property out in Big Bear. Oh, I was like, you wore man. that same suit. You weren't rushing out for shit. Oh, man. How are you rushing out of the house? That's going to sell homes and to go to a B-boy jam after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. That was like a fucking 10-minute detour. The conversation. What the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were supposed to go to the smoking group and our buddy Anthony, uh, he's um, a different Anthony, Kinjas. Oh, so it wasn't even this. No. <laughs> okay. But I had to go on that detour. Okay. I thought it was him. So, okay. No, so we, it was, uh, it's even worse that it wasn't even the same dude. So we go to the smoking groups concert. Yeah. And as as I'm there, I'm with two girls, one homegirl uh-huh. and the other girl I didn't know. Okay. I don't mind being around drunk people when yeah. I'm drunk. Yeah. Right. Or if you're not a sloppy drunk, if you're a fun drunk, whatever, that's all good with me. I didn't realize how drunk they were because we were all drinking. And so by the time I got to the concert, we had to walk like a mile in because it was just packed. I didn't realize how smashed these motherfuckers were until Mm -hmm. we were walking. And they couldn't fucking keep themselves together. (laughs) But I was already kind of sobering up because they had a beer garden there. So I was just going to have a couple of beers and just I like to keep myself at a decent buzz. But I never like to get smashed like that. Lo and behold, I'm getting kind of irritated because I'm looking for Bart and Gio and all of them. Mm-hmm. And I see Gio in mm-hmm. the distance. I mm-hmm. see her fucking blonde hair, right? Which, by the way, Gio looks like an island boy now. And so <laughs> oh, looking, no. I saw her. I, I already told her that, by the way. I can say that shit. I can say that too because she's my family. She's going to slap me now too. Island boys. Island boys. Yeah. So she, uh, I see her from a distance. I'm about to say what's up. Not my friend, but her friend who I don't even fucking know. Mm -hmm. She's already annoying me because she's drunk as shit. Yaks on my shoe. Oh, no. Oh, my God. 
Fucking yak. By the way, this is my first festi- music festival I've been to in like eight years, nine years. Uh, but are we talking you caught residues of the yak or she f- straight up just yacked on your shoe? Straight up yacked on my oh shoe. Oh my God. I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck she is. Yeah. I literally don't know who the fuck she is. Dude, I think I would have had a knee-jerk reaction to kick her in the face. <laughs> like the moment I, it happened, you know? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. And she's apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, you know, oh. just like, don't say sorry. Whatever. You're drunk. That's yeah. fine. Just sober up. And then my other friend, I'm already like, yo, your friend just fucking yacked on my shoe. I'm not having a good time at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to see uh, Janae Aiko. I'm trying to see fucking uh, Miguel Nas. and yeah. Nas. These are the people I went there to see. Hiatus Coyote and then also Questlove. Fucking lo and behold, the other girl throws up on me. I get thrown up on twice. Where? Uh, she like missed me and got my shirt. Oh, my God. I'm fucking angry right now. As you should be. I spent 300 and like 20 bucks on these tickets. Yeah. Right? I'm, I have to now take care. First of all, it's at an open like festival. Mm-hmm. These are two small little Asian girls. Yeah. I can't just walk because I'm mad. Walk away and fucking leave them. They're right. drunk as shit. Right. So instead of getting to enjoy this shit, I had to babysit them wow. because they were so fucking plastered where were their friends at it was just them two they oh. were they were uh so they bought tickets to go to come to la hang out do the birthday party and at the same time go to the smoking grooves concert yeah and so i was like oh i'm going to we'll just roll together uh-huh. and i just get yacked on twice oh, and God. you know what happens when i see throw up you, you yeah makes me want to throw up yeah so literally this girl yaks on me and i'm like Ugh. You know, so it's, you start gagging. It's, it's, it's three Asian people. Yeah. <laughs> we're all just driving. We're, we're all just, I'm just, so she throws up on my shoe and that already, I'm, I can already smell it. Yeah. And it's all like bile and gut fluid because uh, it's all just liquor and alcohol. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. And I'm already. <clears throat> yeah. Bleh. And then when the girl fucking projectile vomits and I dodge it and it gets my shirt, I get a whiff of it. I go. <laughs> I can imagine what, and I just lost Geo. I couldn't see her island boy head anymore. Yeah. So I couldn't, I don't know where the fuck she was. So at that point I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to see these guys. I'm just going to have to take care of these people. So for the rest of the night, I was just taking care of two drug oh, girls. Man. Why is it human nature to fucking turn to somebody when they got a yak? I don't know. Why? Wh- I've been fucking yacked on in class when I was in first grade. I'm just sitting there minding my business and this fucking bitch got food poisoning or something. She turns to me to fucking yak. I caught the full thing, bro. From fucking my chin down. She fucking just... What did she know? eat? I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I was wearing... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. wonder. I know I was wearing a fucking Mickey Mouse sweatsuit though, <laughs> and she fucking ruined it, bro. I was walking to the office with yak dripping off of me. You know that feeling when you when you fucking like and you can't even take the shirt off because exactly, go your face. exactly. You gotta cut that shit, dude, off, dude. The smell. I remember this, even though I was fucking like seven, eight years old. I still remember this shit as clear because it's traumatizing as fuck, you know. But why couldn't she just yak forward? Or turn around and why was it? I got a yak. <laughs> like, why do you got to turn? But people do that shit all the time. They turn to somebody to fucking yak. Is it like this? Uh, I don't know. Like something in us where it's like crying for help without being able to actually say help me. Dude, drunk. Drunk throw up is the worst. Hell yeah. It's, it's the fucking the worst. worst, man. Yeah. We should talk about this though since it's already connected. Yeah. But it's been a while. But we've been watching this case unfold. So if you guys watch MMA… 
Oh, yeah. Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington mm-hmm. got into a fucking scrap fest at a steakhouse out in Miami. So just to preface this, uh, Jorge Masvidal, one of my personal favorite welterweights, and he wasn't always a welterweight yeah. um, for a very long time because I used to watch him do backyard fighting with like Kimbo Slice Yeah, yeah, back in the days. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I had watched them without even knowing I had watched them because I remember I used to watch the Kimbo Slice fights, right? Mm-hmm. So I saw the fight that he did as well. I just didn't know who the fuck he was at the time. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, once he started getting big, I was like, oh, shit, I remember this dude. Yeah, so Jorge Masvidal, um, long story short with him, if you don't know who Jorge is, the guy literally reinvented himself, went on to this reality TV show, this Mexican reality TV show, had some time to think to himself, and he came back a better beast. Yeah. Started knocking people out, started knocked out Darren Till. At that point, had never been knocked out. Mm-hmm. A fucking uh, flying knee KOs Ben Askren, within the, which now he has the fastest knockout in the UFC. Pretty fucking crazy what he was doing. Yeah. Now he worked himself up to two title fights against Kamar Usman. Well, Colby Covington and um, Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal used to be uh, training partners. Yeah, and close friends as a result. Exactly. So they used to have uh, same coach, everything else. Yeah. Um, Colby Covington's shtick right now is to piss people off to get fights and make a lot of money. Playing the heel, like the WWE heel. Yes. You know? And I think what a lot of people have said at the gym, and by the way, the coach that I'm talking about, I'm fucking blanking on the name right now. I don't want to look up, look it up, but you guys can. Um, people in the gym said, oh, he used to write Colby Covington's lines. And Colby Covington says some like salacious shit, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, he does say everything to incite anger. Like he'll attack people's family. He'll attack your wife or whatever. Religion, Religion your country. Country, it yeah. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal split. Right. There's this whole backstory. They used, I mean, I'm talking about their friendship was kind of freaking f- corny. Yeah. Yeah. You BFFs, know? man. BF, like, literally, <laughs> there's a clip of Kobe Masvidal. Uh, Kobe Masvidal. <laughs> That's kind of a cool name. <laughs> yeah. So, Kobe Covington, as yeah. Jorge won his fight, this is my best friend. Yeah. We're going to take over the world. Like, you're fucking stupid. But that's how corny he is in real life, though. Yeah. He's yeah. a cornball. Yeah. And you could tell by his interviews and everything else. And for me, I personally don't care about the talk. I just like that he's a really dope fighter, is, which man. is why I like Kobe. Yeah. Right? And his cardio is fucking insane. Yeah, so I kind of can separate the fighter from all that other bullshit. Well, the thing is, with Jorge Masvidal, there's actually real beef. He actually really dislikes Kobe because of whatever past drama that they had. So up into this fight, there was a lot of shit talking. um, Masvidal loses. He gets outworked. Well, in these interviews, Kobe Covington, he stated himself right while he's on the mic. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's his character or if he's just saying stuff, but he goes, whether we're out in in the streets, in a restaurant— in a parking lot, it's on site. I'm going to fucking kill this he guy. He said that about Dustin Poirier too. That yeah. it would be on site if he ever saw him. Yeah. So guess what? Be careful what you say or be careful what you wish for because you know what? Stupid games get stupid prizes. Right. And that's exactly what happened. Jorge Masvidal had a mask and a hoodie on, saw him at the steakhouse and lit this motherfucker. Oh, no. He got he got snitched out by one of the Nelk boys because the Nelk boys posted oh, a true? story about it. Uh, that's how Jorge Masvidal found out where he was at. And probably people hit up Jorge Masvidal. Yo, Hey, this dude's slipping. He's over at so-and-so. And then Jorge Masvidal went over there, roll up on him. Sucker punched him apparently like a couple times. Chipped his tooth. Chipped his tooth. Yeah. And then Colby Covington ran away. Yeah. And he called, called the, the cops. cops. <laughs> so this is like evidently what this And is. press charges. And press charges. So here's the thing. There's a big difference 
between what you do on stage and what you do outside. Yeah. And a lot of people too, it's back and forth. Some people are like, hey, if you ain't about that life, don't say that shit. They go, oh, he's only doing it for the promotion. I'm all about free speech and promoting shit however the fuck you want. But once again, I'm also big on you reap what you sow. Yeah, you got to be ready for the repercussions. Yeah, so in Colby Covington's mind, so you put up this idea that nothing was going to happen to you just because it's promotion. That is a stipula- stipulation that you discussed with yourself. <laughs> it wasn't agreed upon. Nobody agreed to nothing. <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of pure nonsense. And people are like, he's a professional out athlete he should know better in the octagon but outside of it it's a it's a different story well the 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 fundamental difference here is you're dealing with um a wholesome all-american wrestling kid versus a street kid exactly that's the fundamental difference Jorge Masvidal takes it one way Colby thinks it's just entertainment that's what it is at the end of the day once we leave that cage in that arena it's it's all good but clearly they're receiving it very differently. And the other thing about that too, which I don't understand, is that you know obviously Colby Covington fans are going to feel a certain way. They go, "That's completely unprofessional." Well, so is his shit talking. That's that's that wasn't a part of the quote unquote script that, that any UFC fighter took, and yeah. they he took it upon himself to say, you know, call him um, what's it called, Fidel Castro, when Jorge's family literally escaped communism, his aunt got a tip blown off from a mine. Yeah, like there's some <laughs> shit that has gone through his fucking family. Yeah. You know, calling calling him a deadbeat dad, which yeah. people like he didn't talk about his kids directly. Yeah, called him a deadbeat dad, said so he's not around for his children. That's talking about his family. Don't, let, let's let's not fucking go, fall into semantics. Don't be fucking stupid. He did talk about his family. So I'm not really, I'm, like I said, I, I don't know what I would do in those type of situations. I'm just saying you reap what you sow. Yeah. You go out, you say, I catch you anywhere slipping. I see you out in these streets. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. You put that out in the ether. Yeah. So what the fuck? I don't understand why pe- people are acting. And one of the funniest quotes I saw on Twitter was people are acting that Acting as if Kobe, as, as if Jorge Masvidal socks uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's Kobe Covington. Yeah, exactly. You know, and Wonderboy is the nicest guy in the world. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it, it, it's it's they act as if he didn't say these words. They go, it was just him promoting stuff. It doesn't fucking matter because you nobody was giving uh, Habib type this type of shit. Yeah, Habib. Literally, and Connor was like, "It's you know, it's all just a job." But Habib beat the shit out of him, and then he jumped out of the cage, trying to fuck up Dylan Dennis. There's a lot of stuff here. That's what, but that's what I'm saying. Going back to the whole Will Smith and Chris Rock shit, it depends who's the one doing it, right? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. in this case, Jorge took a major fucking L from this He's incident. Chris Brown. Yeah, I've never seen somebody who's like pretty universally beloved in the MMA community become a dark horse so fast. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I was like, holy shit, bro. Like, you fucking ruined your career with this move. You know? I mean, people are split. Some people are like, hey. I yeah, no, I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely saw those comments where it's like, what you're saying right now, the sentiment of like, hey, you, you talk that shit. You better be ready to back it up anywhere and everywhere, just like you said, right? But, you know, there are the other people, I think, who look at it from a more cookie cutter, yeah. like, yeah. Colby Covington, though, said the funniest fucking line. I, he got interviewed in a podcast recently, I believe, where he was asked about it. And he goes, I didn't get dropped. I just took a knee for the first responders. <laughs> yeah. And he also, yeah, fucking, he also said he donated the tooth. I didn't chip my tooth. I donated it to the first responders. <laughs> yeah, this was fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> but, you know, Colby definitely did do a good job of making people pay attention to him. I mean, like, 
he he she's playing the heel role really well and obviously people who've known him personally like even in the wrestling community your Chael Sonnen's your DC's right they know that that's not who he is in real life but that's the thing like for a moment too I was questioning whether or not this Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington beef was real mm-hmm. like cuz it was completely possible in my mind that they could have plan this together like hey let's both fucking you know Mm -hmm. get our bread make this paper by creating this feud between us and drawing attention right i saw that as a plausible situation but then after the fight when there was clearly still animosity i was like okay i guess this shit is pretty real between them yeah i mean there's definitely something that went awry between them um, I mean, they've talked about their own piece. You know, the, the weird thing is the people that have trained with Kobe, though, mm-hmm. they don't say nice things about him. Right. People, people who say nice things about Kobe are people who have met him in small glimpses. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem that I have. So Joe Rogan, too. Joe Rogan is saying some weird shit. Too. He goes, I met Kobe. He's the sweetest guy ever. Joe, you met him in your <laughs> like, like in a quick glimpse. You've never yeah. sat down with him, shared a meals, yeah. you know, been in and out with him in a training room. And, you know, people see him interact with fans. Yeah. Look how sweet he is. You don't – everybody who has been around him – and I've only realized this recently is mm-hmm. that the people that have been around him that have sweat blood and tears around him are the ones that dislike him. Yeah. People in his close inner circle. So if everybody's inner circle say the same thing about him, yeah. but people who only met him in an instance, that's that's a true tell, like true sign there. Yeah. Well, I mean, but here's <laughs> the thing is that like guys like DC and Chael uh, who – you know, are very, uh, I guess, intimate with the wrestling community too, and and they they know they've known who Colby Covington is as he was coming up. It seemed like they're always alluding to the fact that this not what you're seeing is not who Colby Covington actually is. But you're right; there are these other people in the MMA community who've said, you know, John Jones included. I don't. I mean, you got to take John Jones word with a grain of salt because he's a scumbag himself. Or but. if a scumbag like John Jones says he's <laughs> right, a- right? There's that argument too. Says yeah. he's a piece of shit. Like I hate it. Like I don't even know this dude, and he says we're best friends. Yeah, you know? he goes. He's like he's saying we were roommates. We were not yeah. roommates. Yeah. But that's the weird thing too, right? And um, it was said too that his coach was like writing him his lines, and every and, and the story that I've heard from multiple people that have trained with him is that originally it was a bit. Mm. And then the bit started becoming real and it started becoming a part of his personality. And there was no stopping I can see that happening. I can see that happening. It kind of got to his head a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, like for me, like I said, I don't really know the guy too. This is all conjecture at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the boy got the two piece of the soda and I'm, hey, talk that shit. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. The octagon and what happens outside are two separate fucking things. Mm -hmm. You can't. I mean, you can go around saying that shit, but you can't be surprised when you have to pay for it. That's just the thing I don't understand. They go, yeah. but that's what the internet is now. It's like, no, we get to say whatever. It's a, they go, this, this is what they, they go. It's a free country. It's free speech. Yes, free speech. You can say what you want. It doesn't mean you're free of consequences. Exactly. That is the, that what is nonsense. That's the part people always forget, you know? Yeah. I could walk around. I, I had to explain this to this kid on Twitter. He goes, Oh, so you believe in free speech and, you know, freedom and stuff, but you block people on your personal page that, you know, say offensive stuff to you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I believe in free speech, but do it somewhere else. Exactly. This is, you know what this is? This is the communist country of Sylvania. <laughs> I dictate what the fuck I want to hear and say. Yeah. You, you just walk into Czechoslovania. Yeah. All right. And yeah. guess what? I'm the dictator. <laughs> I'm Putin. <laughs> bad, bad timing. <laughs> 
Too soon, bro. Bad timing. That was that was actually in poor taste. I you redact that statement. I, I redact that. You're statement. Kim Jong Un. I'm Kim Jong Un with missiles and corny ass videos. Oh man, speaking of that, oh my corny goodness. ass fucking videos, dude. That was something else, man. I thought that shit was fake for sure. And when you like, said to me, I thought that was fake. Yeah. So he has like a missile and he does the slow mo fucking Mission Impossible yeah, with the, the music playing in the background and the fucking doors opening in the hangar. Dog. So I, I was watching, listening to this Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. And Kim Jong Il was, uh, I forgot who he had. I think Ali Sadiq mm-hmm. is who uh, was on the Rogan podcast. And he was talking about how Kim Jong Il has these transcripts of the amazing things that he's done. Mm-hmm. And Kim Jong Il, in writing, said the day that he was born, all the birds in North Korea started speaking in Korean. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the stories out of there, like, <laughs> That the fucking he, said that he invented the burrito in 2011. I mean, you know they're Talk. you know they're considered gods, right? Kim Il Sung, uh, Kim Jong Il, um, and Kim Jong Un, right? They're all supposed to be gods. That's yes. that's how they paint the picture of themselves, and the peep, and then they indoctrinate the people with that idea and with these crazy stories that you're talking about, and then you even if you. Don't believe it? You have to act That's like you do. Hilar- but why the burrito? <laughs> the burrito has been around way before 2011. I, I clearly know that Taco Bell has been around way before 2011. It's it's their, I guess, little dig at fucking saying, hey, you know, we gave the Western culture this, you know? That's hilarious. Yeah. He's like, write this on a piece of paper. <laughs> I make a burrito forever. Yeah. Like something that has been around for probably, I don't know, like 70, 80 years, 100 years, maybe even longer. <laughs> maybe even longer, man. Like how long has the tortilla been around? Yeah. Fucking goddamn. Yeah. And it's Mexican food. Yeah. Well, how would you have made the burrito? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. The burro. They, they, uh, when the it donkey. comes to what they're capable of and what they've done, there's no boundaries, man. They've done everything and anything. That's the most fucking ridiculous shit it I've is. ever heard in my it's life. It's ridiculous. I have a number one longest penis <laughs> in all of the world. But that whole like fucking mythology that they've created for themselves as these gods, it is ridiculous. I mean, you look into it and yeah, what they're claiming they've done. I think like uh, they're saying, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here for people who are watching, but I'm pretty sure there was um, an idea that uh, they don't even shit. What the fuck did you just say? Yeah, that they're too holy to even shit. (laughs) Yeah. So Kim Jong-il or Kim Uh Il-sun was like, I never take a poop. Yeah, something like that. If you hear a part, that's not me. Yeah. I I never part. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Like they're too holy, you know. They're they're, they're, they're like too high of a being to even do something. Did Jesus Christ take a shit? And like, dog, you don't got a fucking butthole? I'm sorry. What what do you got back there? That I want to just... see this fool literally go to a crowd, pull down his pants, yeah. open up his see ass fucking cheeks, Barbie Ken ass. That is just flesh. Yeah. There's no fucking. Oh, not hole. even a crack. It just no. It's just this mound. Yeah. It's like why just I the... need a butt crack when a no poopy come out? Huh? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's uh, one of the whole ideas about them as a god. You know that they don't even shit. That they're they're you know that's too human. That fool has better looking suits than that. <laughs> Why you gotta drag him into the sea? <laughs> Damn! 
Oh my god, oh, that's my guy, dude. I oh. fucking love that, dude. Right, the fucked up thing about that that comparison right now is they get their shit tailored and it still looks fucking terrible. <laughs> and know. you said they still got it better than. <laughs> Hey, if you guys ever need to buy oh, a home, hit up Ant, dude. The guy knows what he's fucking doing. Oh, Minus the pantsuit. But don't judge a man by his suit. Judge him by the Well, apparently people are judging a man by his suit. He said it's looking like a public defender. A losing public defender, man. Basically calling him a fucking loser in life. No, they're not saying everybody loves him. There's nobody that hates that fool. He's he's fucking sweet as shit. Yeah. No, I don't dude, I, I'm not saying anything poor about the dude. All I'm saying is when you posted it, I was like, oh no. That's <laughs> oh no. There, there is a disclaimer when you become a good friend of mine. Oh my god. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. You can catch the Genius Brains every Sunday at 12 p.m. You can see Ed at Ed2 and check out Secret Society. We have our uh, spring slash summer launch coming real soon. Oh, it's going to be so sick. And if you fucking love the back to basics line that we just re-upped on, you'll love the spring slash summer shit. And remember, like I said, we about our shit. Absolutely. It's going to be fucking dope. It's so nice. Everything is upgraded. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Know? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, you can catch Ed, Ed, too. Uh, S-C-R-T-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. Uh, check it out. Uh, Genius Brains, if you guys see us, give us five stars. Like and comment in the videos and all the fucking reviews and shit. And we will see you all next time. Peace. 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 <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.